Welcome back to another episode of Ales with Aslan, your weekly therapy session for those who sell for a living and those who help those who sell for a living. And we want to talk to those who help those who sell for a living today and, and talk a little bit about kind of coaching remotely, just keeping with the theme of life is different today than it was a month ago. And, and we're uh, working hard to keep everybody motivated and, and really excited about still performing our, our you know, profession to the best that we can, even in times of trouble. And uh, I'm joined again by Tom Stanfield, our CEO and one of our founders, as well as Tab Norris, uh, VP of training and, and one of our founders. And boys, I know you, uh, you have something frosty and refreshing that we're going to kick today off with. Uh, what's it going to be today? Well, Tom, I think you should go first because yours is extremely impressive. I'm setting the bar oh. high today, guys. I am, I am a rolling, Wyatt. Uh, I am drinking a seltzer water, oh. tangerine, and lemongrass. Dear and by the way, this is simply truth, simple truth organic. <laughs> some grocery store so brand. Let me look party. at the ABV. The ABV is... Zero. Zero. So, uh, <laughs> if this is all about whole thirty, are you at least down to like the whole seven and a half or something? I mean, you got to be. Yeah, I'm, I'm. I am. I'm still on the whole thirty. For those of us who were on the podcast last week, I'm. 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 You know, I'm on the whole thirty. So yeah. I'm. I'm. You lost another six pounds, probably. I'm yeah. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So I've gained. I'm, I'm in. I, I'm, I gained five pounds a week in the quarantine. That's kind of how I'm working right now. <laughs> yeah, that needs to be. A, that does need to be a podcast. How we how we manage calories, quarantine, where we've got we've got a calorie somewhere to be found, and, yeah. and always chips are right around the corner. You can oh, always yeah. find Awful. chips. Awful. Well, Tab, yeah. what, uh, what do you have in front? Of you? Well, I, you know, I kind of like last week. I, I, I went a little bit off the reservation for me, but my, uh, my boys have been around a little bit more, and they are both big Shinerbach fans. Oh, okay. Never yeah. been a Shinerbach guy. They love it. And so I've got a uh, shi- enjoy Shinerbach beer here. Um, you know, it looks like it's, uh, it's a small town, a small brewery. Mm, All right. Very, awesome. very enlightening. So anyway, let's see. I'm gonna. I got this cracked open. Let me try it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Oh, well, it's good. You know. It? Yeah. All right. Well, while you're drinking that, I'm gonna have my. I'm just gonna go an old standby. Just you know, in times of trouble, I retreat to what I know, and that's. You know, I was inspired by a couple of our friends on that uh, virtual cocktail hour the other night that were in the Rockies. So I've returned to the Rockies and I've gone with a frosty, cold, refreshing Coors Light. Coors Light. Mm-hmm. Uh, the blue are the mountains blue. They are blue. It's as cold as cold can be. I can. Oh, mm. the effervescence. Uh, so nice. That's I have a feeling that that's probably not too different than my tangerine lemongrass seltzer water. <laughs> I really do believe if I did a blind taste test, I would be like, ah, that's seltzer water. I think I'm not sure. <laughs> well, you guys are making my Shinerbach feel a lot better yeah. right now, yeah. my yeah. friend. Yeah, I'm I'm going to probably be able to exist through the entire podcast drinking this. This isn't going yeah. to hurt me. But uh, yeah, but great, great, great to have you guys back on consecutive weeks. This is this is a treat, uh, I think, for for both me as well as all of those listening. Uh, and let's, you know, last week we kind of talked about, you know, the reps motivation and the rep, you know, how we're struggling through the early stages of this this time at home. 
this week we really want to take the other side of the coin, you know, the other side of the partnership as we provide that marriage counseling between sales reps and sales leaders. Uh, mm -hmm. You know, this, this, this sort of uh, time at home, this time of, of quarantine is affecting leaders as much as it is everybody else. And so today is all about talking to the leaders about what coaching remotely might look like. And Tab, I know you've, you know, we've called you the coaching guru on this show before. This is your, this is your turf. So, you know, let's get into it. Let's talk a little bit about how, uh, how to motivate and encourage and inspire those, those reps during these troubling times where we can't be together. No, it's, it's, it's a really interesting time to, to say the least. And, and it is putting a lot of, of managers into a unique position. Um, you know, if a lot of them can be real comfortable out in the field doing coaching with their reps and they, they've got a process, they've got a system, it works and it's nice and easy and fun and all of a sudden now you're in Albuquerque and your salespeople are in Phoenix and you know it's going to have to be done remotely and they're talking to their customers remotely so it does create some unique challenges needless to say yeah it really does i mean and we we talked about last week i mean as sellers i mean a lot of times you get into this profession as a sale, seller or a sales leader because you're a social creature you are yep. you you kind of crave uh camaraderie in, in the in the uh the comfort of crowds a little bit uh and so so this is a tough time you know where we can't do that and i know um we talked yeah. last week about you know something we installed here at at aslan um uh over a week ago which was that that sort of virtual happy hour that virtual team meeting, that virtual, uh, uh, yeah. you know, time to just come together and see other people's faces, maybe having a beverage, but it doesn't have to be that, right? You can just pull people together. What, how does that feel for, for a leader? I mean, how do you, how do you pull that yeah. off? Well, I mean, you think about it. If we just want to go, okay, guys, let's just shoot right to how do we coach? You know, how do we coach our people? Well, I think we, before we have to almost back up, and I think that's kind of where you're going with this, is yeah. we got to make sure that, you know... <laughs> that our, our reps are motivated, they're encouraged, they're inspired, right? I mean, we can't, you know, that we, we, we all know that. And, and when we're, when we have distance, it's harder to pull that off. <laughs> and um, I do think that virtual happy hour is a great example of that, right? We can get together, we can stay connected, we can see each other. Um, I think that's really, really um, important. And I mean, it was so much fun, wasn't it? I mean, just all, you know, having a drink, connecting, um, and just kind of create and being able to see each other's faces. I think it's so powerful. So. Yeah. And, and, and yeah, just, just, you know, camaraderie about whatever's on people's minds, right? It's an opportunity to kind of share stories. Where are my challenges? Things that are going well, things that aren't going well, best practice sharing that can all happen in that sort of setting. And so highly encourage groups out there, especially the leaders to take take the opportunity to pull people in on some regular basis. We're doing it weekly. I'm not sure if that's too much, too little, but uh, it's a great way to, to stay connected. Um, well, and if, I don't know if you guys have noticed this, when I go virtual versus just having a phone call, I, I, it radically changes the dynamic of the conversation to me. It just makes it so much more personal. It, it just, um, you feel connected. I, I know it's crazy, but I just that's that's been a big difference for me. Yeah. So, and what yeah. you, you mean by that tab is that everybody's seeing each other. It's a video conference. Right. It's yeah. not just a phone conference. So you're seeing right. everybody. Yeah. Everybody's up on the screen 
and I think I want to make sure that the listeners aren't missing the point that like we're talking about a way to get people together socially. Everybody's isolated, you know, so you're not you're not out in the field with people. So how do we get together, not just for meeting business meetings, but also how do we create some social interaction, which is, I think, the idea of having kind of a virtual happy hour and just creating yeah. a time where people can hang because that's gone away, which is, which yeah. is I mean, it's unprecedented. Well, yeah. I, mean, and I think to your yeah to your point, Tom. I think is is there are two things going on here. Like I think we talked about earlier. This is this is for just managing all your people. Period. Right in these times, right. mm-hmm. and yeah. and that's totally true. And and then it's also true when you get down to hey, I'm going to coach John. You know, we're going to we're going to mm-hmm. do some remote coaching. And I think both are very critical at this juncture. Yeah, I mean, exactly. we've been all told about social distance and keeping keeping our distance from other humans to prevent the spread of the virus, but that doesn't have to lead us to social isolation. That's the term we've been sort of using around here. And so, you know, the, the, the video conferencing, and there are so many tools out there, if you don't have one already, that you can leverage, um, that those are just great ways to stay connected. And then, I, Tab, I love the segue you just provided because you want to kind of continue the team building and that's what those virtual happy hours are great for, but you've also got a great vehicle for the one-on-one, which is where we know real change happens when it comes to developing the reps. And, you know, I want the reps to hear this too, because the idea of a one-on-one time, you know, probably is even easier now because we just have more time. We have no commutes. We're not on planes and there's more time for us, you know, Tab and I to get together and kind of look each other eyeball to eyeball and, and solve some problems, whether it's with my development or with my accounts, right? So let's talk about that part. Yeah, well, let's do that. And we'll get a little more specific here. And and for you guys who've listened to any of our coaching podcasts in the past, you know that, you know, we got to make sure that the desire is there for the person that we're going to coach, right? And I think that it ramps up even higher in in this crazy environment where, and now we're remote, and, and it's just kind of being reminded that remember this is all about their development and it has to be connected to their personal goals not just the corporate goals right it's like what do they care about what's on their whiteboard where are they going what's their destination and we have to uncover that we have to figure that out and that's that's our leverage to help inspire them have them interested you know because if the personal goals are not there it's just a waste of time if there's no desire we don't have the desire we're not going to have a lot of success like you know i tom I, I know you like golf as much as i do i i you know as a father of three i decided the only thing i really have to do is make sure all three of my kids play golf well i'm <laughs> 0 for three <laughs> i failed <laughs> failed miserably right. but i gave them every i coached them so well and i'd get sutton my son out to the golf course you were a good I, coach oh, you were a good oh. coach God, I did it all right, and I told him that his developmental activity to work on between now and next week, and he came to the range mm-hmm. with me. I put him on the – the only problem is he had no desire. <laughs> his personal mm-hmm. goal was to go kill – I mean to go hunt and fish, yeah, yeah. not to mm-hmm. hit a golf ball. Yeah. So it didn't matter how much coaching and how much time I spent. It was a complete waste of time. So we've got right. to find that leverage. You know, What are their personal goals? What do they care about? And we connect to that. Well, and I think it's a great point, and Tom, feel free to jump in, but I, I feel like, you know, in a time like this where, where, you know, everybody's got so much weighing on them, whether it's their personal, you know, are my parents okay, you know, is, is, are my grandparents okay, like all of this personal weight on them, that when you just engage with your reps and, and, and you guys are sort of teamed up to work together, 
the personal yeah. stuff may come to light that, that that are really barriers to their desire or barriers to them wanting to get better because they've just got a lot on their mind. And so the more they can talk about that, and I'm not saying every sales manager has to be a sales therapist, or I'm just saying the more you get to understand that you can uncover those intrinsic motivations that lie in each of us, right? Yeah. And, and Tom, you brought this up earlier and I, and share a little bit more on that. Cause I thought you were hitting on something. We, we don't want to just skip past that. Right. Yeah. I think, uh, you know, their, their personal goals, they may still have the same personal goals, but they may now be doubting their yeah. ability to achieve those goals. In other words, there may be some emotional barriers or logical barriers yeah. that are keeping them from, yeah, I want to hit my number and I maybe, maybe my goal is moving to management or maybe my goal is to, make a certain amount of money or just, I just am driven by hitting a, you know, a, a, a number, right? Whatever their goal is, whatever personal goal is, um, maybe it's to buy a house, whatever. Um, yeah. They may be in, they may be experiencing a lot of doubt right now. Like they may be saying, well, I don't know if any, well, yeah, we can coach, but is it going to work? Is anybody going to buy anything anymore? Is it going to, can I possibly be successful? Um, they may not want to talk about it. You know, they may just, they may want to go, I don't know what to do or whatever. The point is, we can't coach them until they're motivated to change. And so I think that now more than ever, we need to stop and just make sure we understand where are they emotionally? Do they think they can succeed? Do they believe success is possible? And if not, we need to be prepared to demonstrate why it's important to keep selling and to keep moving yeah. forward and to keep working on our craft and because they may need that right now. You know, Tom, that is a great point. And you think about, like, I know for me, like, you know, people that I coach, it may be that you, it's always easy. They're intrinsically motivated. You know what their personal goals oh, are and everything's right. going great. And and mm -hmm. you, so you don't even think about it. And you're just like, here we go. And I think that's a great point. Just everybody be aware, kind of be heightened to that. There, there may be a barrier now because of this environment we're in. So very good point. I think. I think the number one, and you just sparked an idea, something got me thinking about something. I think the number one barrier a lot of people are going to find right now is a competing belief that what I did before will work work now. There you what go. you did before will not work now. So <laughs> if they're thinking, well, I'm just going to keep doing what I did before. I'm just going to keep calling people because I already got relationships or whatever, whatever I used to do before. I don't think it's going to work anymore. And I also think a lot of things are not going to get back to normal. I think People are going to realize that, hey, you know what? We really were able to sell a lot more without you traveling. We really yeah. were able to, you know, be successful by meeting virtually. So not that, not that we're not going to return to, you know, business as usual. I do think we will. But I do think change is going to be required. No, I had a, con a conversation with a client just today about that. They just said, golly, you know what we, are, we may do? We just didn't realize how much money we could save by mixing this up. So we may, I think we're going to probably go to offering, you know, three virtual classes a year, no matter what. Cause we, and plus right. they found out from a, talking to some of their reps that they preferred it, you know? So, you know, mm -hmm. just from a, from a learning and, and a coaching perspective. So who knows, you just, yeah. wait, we'll just have to wait and see. I do think innovation can come out of times like this and innovation can come out in the form of technology innovation or, 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 or uh, process innovation, for example. And if, yeah, and I love I love that you said that, Tom. That you know, if if companies start to find that there's a a way to do this more efficiently and effectively 
remotely, um, that might change selling forever. It might change the way we all work together forever. And so, you know, embracing this now, um, you know, because we have to, will also benefit us uh, just, just building more skills, right? So let's talk about, as, as sales coaches, the practicality of how to coach remotely because, yeah. you know, it's a little different than, you know, Tab and I sitting next to each other at a desk and, you know, kind of going through a plan versus, you know, now we're either on a phone or, or looking eyeball to eyeball on a camera, but it is a little different, isn't it? So what are some of the practical applications? Yeah. Yeah, well, I think you got to start with kind of the context of kind of overall, and, and you guys know this if you listen to our podcast before, right? You know, if we're going to be effective as a, as a coach, we diagnose, yep. right, based upon their specific role. We break it down into the, the specific you just, behavior. Uh, you, you, know, just take a, you just took a sip of beer, didn't you? I Dad? did. I'm sorry. Did you, did you, did you hear that? I just, yeah, it was like, a very uh, safety. Yeah. I yeah. shouldn't have been sipping in between my uh, kind of like during yeah, my conversation there. That, yeah, because I'm I'm over here drinking lemongrass. I tell you that can't drink water. And I'm, I'm hearing uh, you slurp down I, your. Uh, I know. I'm, so this is the downside to doing a podcast while drinking. I there is there are some downsides. So sorry about that. That was a little gulpy, a little gulpy, but it's very tasty. Thank you. Um, so anyway. Uh, where was I? So we're going to diagnose, right? We got to diagnose and then we align. And that remember last, you know, we had a podcast on that with the six steps to our, you know, coaching, um, our coaching plan, you know, we're, we're going to, we're going to align with them and then development, right? We're going to land on the, you know, the one specific thing to develop and move forward. And, and the big challenge, I think in this, you know, a, a, a real big challenge is diagnose because, and, and Tom, you've probably seen this too. If if you don't have, if you haven't clearly defined specific capabilities that that you're going to coach to, you know what happens? What do we end up doing? What do we see so often with so many coaches, Tom? Yeah, they're they, they're they don't really know how to. You know, the, the the key to giving effective feedback is to agree on what success looks like, right? right? So not every sales call ends in a close, right? So it's a uh, if we can't agree what success looks like, it's hard to have a collaborative coaching session. It's like you're fighting about what should have happened, and that that's not productive. So, yeah, yeah defining what the capabilities and defining what – breaking it down so it's so we know clearly what are the steps needed to be successful and what are those capabilities required to succeed. It's going to be difficult to coach. Mm. Yeah, and and whether this is this is a challenge whether you're you know in the field or you're doing this remotely, but I think it's even heightened here because it's easy to just say, hey, just just listen better, you know, do better, you know, mm -hmm. sell more, mm -hmm. right? <laughs> Come on, <laughs> that wasn't very good. You didn't connect, you know. So yeah. um, our, deba our think... debate on debate on tactics, debate on yeah, I would have done this here, and you you know. <laughs> That's exactly right. Yeah, you should do it like me. This is what I would have done. That's exactly right. Uh, that's How many good. leaders have we so, do that? Right? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So I think that's really important. We got to kind of make sure we understand that we're diagnosing, we're aligning, and we're developing developing our team. Good. 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 And, and that's all part of something you guys have been developing over the last, gosh, 23 years. But as we move into this crazy environment we're in now, practically as a remote coach, what are some of the tools we could be leveraging that will help us, you know, coach remotely? Uh, you know, what, what yeah. sort of tools do you have in mind? 
Well, and, and, and that's, I think this is probably, this is one of the big challenges of moving from, you know, field to, or in person to remote yeah. is that, you know, we've got to, we, we've, we can't observe. I mean, how, were you like think like I was saying before? If our observation has typically been, you know, I have one client, you know, once a week, you know, they or you know, with a few of their reps, you know, they go out and they ride with their rep and they observe, so they can go to the coffee shop and they can break it down. Um, they can jot down their notes and what they saw and kind of lead a coaching session. Well, now the salesperson's selling remotely and we're remote, right? Yeah. And, and so how, how do I observe the calls? And, and one thing that, that we've seen, you know, people have some success with success with to be very creative is using um, video conferencing technology, right? Such as a zoom or a, you know, WebEx or, you know, go to meeting or whatever it is right. and actually, you know, make your call with that and click re record. And so then when you get together, you know, manager and I got my rep, we can just pull up, a, you know, um, a meeting, a virtual meeting that they had, and we can coach around that. We can, you know, break down, um, you do the diagnose, align, and develop. So that's an that's a, the most incredible tool. I mean, I, I just I think that's a that's I would say best practice. If you can do that, do that because uh, it will make it a whole Tad, lot easier. Yeah, I think some you know some some of the coaches listening might be thinking, yeah, well, how do you do that with the customer? And we were just on a call. Uh, with Royal Caribbean, I was with one of our sales reps, and yeah. uh, they, we said, hey, listen, we want to make sure we capture everything you say, and we, you know, that we may miss some things in the notes, so you mind if we record the phone call? And they said, absolutely, that's fine. So I that was, allowed us to easily, allowed the rep to easily record the call, which I could listen to later for for the purposes of coaching. And awesome, guys. I was just, uh, I was just going to say that you know is when we get calls into us and we're the buyer of, of marketing technology or sales technology, whatever, uh, I am noticing more and more. In fact, I would say five out of the last five sales reps that have gotten me on to some sort of demo or they're showing me something. Mm -hmm. um, mm. They're recording those calls a hundred percent of the time. And you bet there's two reasons they're doing that. One is what Tom just said. So they can go back and review their, you know, what they said and make sure that they don't leave any action items undone. But the other is I think they might be sharing those with their with their managers to to their coaches to become better at what their craft is, right? So there's a yeah. double there's a double win for the coach and the rep uh, in recording those calls. And if the if the customer's you know completely happy or under, understands it, that's uh, that's a win win. Yeah, no, I totally agree. I mean, thanks for the example because that, that's that's real life. Yeah. Um, and so that's Tab, that's to Tab. me. Yeah, yeah. You're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> you, Tom, you just serve me all the time. Yeah, That's all you do. Just, I'm happy. You're welcome. Just, I mean, it was just, hard. It was I. I was reading a magazine, and then I thought, you know what? I was enjoying my lemongrass, tangerine, seltzer water, and then I yeah. thought, you know what? I'm gonna help Tab out right. Here. I'm gonna help him out because he's struggling right here. Yeah. He's he's pounding. <laughs> he's, his, he's on his sixth beer. It sounds like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't think this is his first beer. It's Friday. It's Friday, Friday. Eastern Standard Time, and we are on the East Coast. Oh, my this gosh. Is first beer. It's not his first beer. <laughs> We've worked together too long, Tom. You know me way yeah, too well. Right. Um, yeah. Oh, gosh. I, Where, on the other hand, I'm sharp, as, I'm sharp as a tack. Because you're drinking ABD seltzer is, water. 
Yeah, I'm drinking seltzer water. I'm a little. I will tell our audience members I am a little bloated though. I don't know if that's inappropriate, but I'm a little bloated. But. Oh gosh. All right. Well, let, let, we'll get back right. on track here. Let's that's good. Going. Back so, on track. Okay. All right. What are some other tools? That's Scott's job. Yeah. Yeah. I got to oh, rope you guys in, but what? Let's talk about another Sorry. tool. Uh, you know, what if we want to do? You know, remote uh, role playing. How would we do that? Yeah, that's a good. That's that's another way to to handle this situation is if you can't capture a real call that you can both listen to and break down, you can role play, mm-hmm. and um, you know you can you know kind of create situations and you can role play with your rep, which is great because you can play the customer, they play the rep. You kind of set up a situation, and it, and it will bubble up the areas that they need to work on that you can land on one specific area to coach to and land on a developmental activity to go take out into the field and work on. And Tom, you had some success with this, right? Yeah. So I'm typically when I'm, I'm and get involved in, in training new RVPs for us who are senior salespeople. And uh, yeah, I did this recently where I create the role play scenario. I play the customer and mm-hmm. just like you said, the rep, the rep plays themselves. And then I record. What, what I would add to this is I recorded the interaction on my cell phone. Oh. So then I, I we played the, we, Then he we played it back, and he listened to it, and then I coached from there. So oh, it really better. did work. It really did work effectively. That's that is could awesome. Stop it. He could stop. Yeah. So that was that. That was great. I think. Yeah. Uh, I would think that's probably the best way to do it if you can't get a real call. That's good. And is it okay if I learn things on the podcast I'm on? Is that acceptable? Oh, yeah. That's encouraging. No, no. Okay, no. <laughs> You're the expert. <laughs> okay, all right. So I can't. I can't. Okay, I did that. I already did that. I, I yeah, did. Of course, yeah, yeah. of course you did that. Of course I did. <laughs> well, Chad, since you still are since you still are using a flip phone, you probably aren't doing that. But when you move. You're right. And by the way, when you move to a, like I have an iPhone X, which I found out the other day was actually an iPhone 10, but I thought it was an iPhone X. But anyway, (laughs) when you move to that, it's easy to do it. Okay, good, good. See, it's great. Good stuff. You know, Chap, when you stop learning, you start buying. So, you know, I want you to keep learning. That is true. So I do think best case is record the actual conversation, both sides. You, you can break it down. It's awesome. Second best is role play and record it. Don't just role play it, role play it and record it. Um, but, you know, Scott, I think, you, you know, some people may be saying, well, what about worst case scenario? Yeah. I don't have time to do that. Or, you know, what is there, are there other things I can do um, that, that have been effective? And, you know, something that that you can do, it, it's called, I call it self-evaluate. Yeah. Um, you know, and just almost you record um, what happened, the, the rep, you set them up to do self-evaluation. So you you, you give them and, and we and Scott, we may end up sharing this, but I mean, you know, you can kind of give them a kind of generally here's some things to be aware of, you know, to, to think about that. I want you to kind of answer these questions after after each um, each sales call, yeah. right? You know, like, and it could be, you know, and I'm just going to give you a couple of examples, like maybe engage, you know, engage the, you know, capability is the customer agrees to a discovery and or meeting objective, right? 
Right. Well, you know, that's, that's the capability. And so it could be, you know, right now, what was your agenda for the meeting or the call? You know, what was your specific, what specifically did you say to start the meeting? Yeah. Right. Just answer those two questions and, you know, you can make it that simple. You know, if it's, you know, if it's, if it's, um, you know, if it's, uh, you know, if it's, if it's advanced, you know, the, the capability is customer commits to the best next event, what steps were gained at the end of the meeting or the call, right? So it's just making it real easy for them to kind of track. And, and like Tom, I think you said, make a, create a transcript almost. What happened? Mm -hmm. Just jot down the big things that happened and we can work through that. We can coach to it. It's not as good as us listening to something, but it's better than, you know, just kind of having some conversation about how the sales call went. I think it's, yeah, and I think um, it might be good to tease out this capabilities tab that we're talking about. Yeah, um, yeah. Because I think if you if you're if you're going to have to, which is a good thing to do, by the way, is to teach your reps to self-evaluate. I think yeah. I want to revisit this idea of nailing down your capabilities. And I think the best way to explain that is to think about golf, whether you like golf, yeah. you hate golf, you hate sports analogies. But it does really work to explain how we think about this. When you think about a golfer, they have to do four things well, four capabilities. They've got to drive the golf ball off the tee, right? They've got to hit irons out of the fairway onto the green. They have to chip and putt. All four of those things are easily measured. So let's just focus on putting, right? Their ability, if you want to judge the capability of putting, it's based on do, the, do they typically make the ball in the hole? That's all. Right. So it's easy for the golfer <laughs> yeah. to, to, to assess their ability to putt. They either get the ball close to the hole or in the hole on a high percentage of time, or they don't. They're not questioning whether they're good at putting or not. So right. when you want to define in, in, you know, a rep's performance, you need to look at the capabilities like drive the golf ball, iron, shipping, and putting. And they're all based on outcomes. So if you do that and you say, hey, you got a rep that's going to have to engage the decision maker into a meeting. they got to get them to agree to a meeting. Discover. Uncover specific needs that you've defined. Build value. They agree to or, you know, um, embrace the solution. Advance. They agree to the next best step. All those are outcomes. So when you set it up that way, it's easy for the rep to, to know these are the four things I need to do or the five things or whatever you define. Then they can come back and say, I failed at this. And then you can ask them, they can answer questions as to why. Are they always successful? And you can answer questions yeah. as to why. And so that gives you a transcript for having the conversation. But more importantly, you're teaching them how to evaluate their performance and coach themselves. And that's, that's a cool thing. Well, and it's clearly defined. There's like, it's not fuzzy. It's clearly defined. Right. And, and, you, and it makes it really so much easier to coach. Because you can go, right. so how do we, you know, did the customer blank? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they did yeah. or didn't, you know? I mean, it's not like, hey, I didn't like the feel of that, yeah. <laughs> you know? Or you didn't, didn't ask the, the right outcome. question. Yeah, you didn't ask the right question. Yeah, so That's what you hear. You didn't ask the right. So back to the golf analogy, when you start talking to people about how they're holding the putter or what ball they used or their stance, and you're not talking about did the ball go in the hole or not, yeah. then you just start arguing about technique and people all have opinions. Yeah. If they make the ball, if they can make the ball consistently in the hole, it doesn't matter what they do. Yeah. And so we typically, and we call those behaviors that lead to the capability or the outcome. So people tend to talk about the behaviors versus the capability. And that's yeah. where you get sideways. 
Yeah, and I think it's important. Scott, this could be worthy of a whole podcast yeah. if we want to go deeper into that because, you know, it really is powerful because if, if the, the capability is there, right, if they agree to the next best step, good, done, move on. Yeah. If not, we've clearly defined the behaviors that impact that capability, and then we can break it down, pick one, work on it, have success, then have, you know, master it and move to the next. So um, it's really critical. So um, really key if we're going to be effective as we start doing our remote coaching here. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and I think it's, this. I want to make one other point about this idea of really defining these outcomes, these capabilities. I mean, you think about discovery and if, if you can sit down and have a conversation about, hey, we, we believe that it's important for you to discover what the customer needs. And they know specifically what they're supposed to uncover during discovery. That becomes a really collaborative conversation about, hey, how'd it go? Well, I didn't uncover this. Well, what do you think happened? Versus a question of, oh, it went great. <laughs> right. <laughs> it went, exactly right. Oh, yeah. it, it, it have you noticed that all salespeople are the most op optimistic human beings in the universe? Yeah. Yeah. It <laughs> went great. I, I, Perfect. I, I asked them. Yeah, I asked them. They said they're not. They can't do anything until next September, and it's not going to work. But uh, you know, and I, or I'm going to do a great. pitch next week. Well, why are you going to? What are you going to pitch? Why am I going to pitch my favorite product? Uh, exactly. you, you know, and then you're sitting there as a coach going, ah, I think that was a bad call. But you right. now you have to try to versus we've already agreed what success looks like. Success looks like when you meet with a customer, we want to uncover four things. You know, and maybe not we, you know, just to give an example, we could say needs, decision drivers, unstated needs, you know, decision makers, those kinds of things. You know, and you're like, we've already agreed with that. So now the reps driving the coaching session, not you. So yeah. it all starts with defining them. Yeah. It's really, uh, it's really important. I love this as a final one because people we've say, said before, people don't argue with their own data when they're self-diagnosing based Beautiful. on yeah. these predetermined, yeah. um, you know, sets of objectives. Uh, it's really hard for them to argue with their own data. They're they're agreeing because they're they're seeing it in their own uh, in their own natural habitat. So. Very and good I will point. say, Scott, that, that's a good point. Just remember, all three of these approaches, you know, recording an actual call, role-playing with a recording, or self-evaluating, it is still driving all that same behavior, which is it is teaching them to do self-assessment. That's right. Because we're gonna we're gonna drive that, to, and and that's when it gets really fun, isn't it? When 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 every, when they leave every call, whether we're there to coach it or not. They're going, okay, let me break it down because it's simple enough to where my brain just automatically goes, engage, discover, build, value, advance. So. Yeah, yeah. And I know, you know, we're talking to coaches today, but I'm glad a lot of sales reps are hearing this too because this is all for you. I mean, this is all because you want to get better and you have personal goals you want to achieve. And so these are ways that you can work with your coach and, and actually ask them for the help that it's going to take to uh, to make you better. And so great topic, guys. Any, any parting thoughts before we uh, – we close our, our weekly podcast. Have a great weekend. <laughs> hey, have a great weekend. I, I enjoyed my Shiner Bach, and uh, you guys have a fabulous weekend, and we'll talk soon. Yes, and uh, we, always great subjects. We want to hear from you, so drop a comment on social media. Uh, make sure you share the, uh, the podcast. Uh, subscribe on whatever is your, your preferred platform, but we want to, to get this to as many people as we can. We hope it's helpful. 
and uh, drop comments down on other subjects you'd like to talk about, especially as we head into a new frontier with working in a quarantine environment. Great to see you all this week on another episode of Ales with Aslan. Thank you.